Also, uh, let's look at what Americans are feeling about uh, uh, the war in uh, Ukraine. Kim and Pete, or Vladimir and Volodymyr. This is, of course, uh, by friend of the show Maureen Dowd, who wrote yet another absolute f banger. Can I just say, oh my god, dude. I need like a sound alert for this, you know what I mean? Like, I need like a beam, 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 beam. Here. That's a certified banger, baby. That's right. That's a certified New York Times banger alert. Kim and Pete or Vladimir and Volodymyr. Maureen Dowd, an opinion columnist for the New York Times opinion section, okay? If you were thinking like, how can the New York Times opinion section get worse at what they fucking do? Well, you know, this is this is it. Here it is. I mean, wow, 18 months. I, I was expecting this for like the slap, you know, the Will Smith slap shit. But now we're at the fucking, now we're back at the Kim and Pete uh, section of the conversation. So please, Kim Kardashian, don't elope with Pete Davidson. This is what Maureen uh, Dowd is writing, okay? <laughs> Uh, Maureen Dowd, uh, <laughs> sponsored by Kanye West, wrote this article, allegedly. We're already distracted by the wonder of Katanji Brown Jackson and the blunder of Will Smith, the arrival of dreamy spring days, and the return of dreaded mask rules. If we get one more shiny object to contemplate, I fear our support for Ukraine might waver. Do we have the attention span to stay focused on the Russian descent into pure evil? I'm just gonna keep, every time she fucking, she just says it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blast off like that banger certified banger don't do it kim because i will not be able to stop paying attention to ukraine first of all america's already moved on okay like the average american is is, is moved on it's too too short of an attention span that's just how it works with the brutal methods perfected in other conflicts the russians are committing even ever more brazen atrocities they are raping and killing civilians on friday they struck fleeing civilians in a train station in eastern ukraine where a missile psychopathically labeled for our children killed at least 50 people and wounded nearly 100. Why do they need to hit civilians with missiles? Why this cruelty? Vladimir Zelensky asked the Finnish parliament on Friday, adding, sometimes you think whether they are human at all. But are we moving on? Moving on, after all, is the favorite American activity, and technology has exacerbated our twitchy consciousness and sensationalist culture. Maureen, my sister in Christ, you built the media infrastructure that creates uh, immediate fucking boom-bust cycles. That you, you're, you're playing a role in it. America created this fucking uh, th this pr cycle this pr reliant outrage reliant media cycle of course they're gonna move on americans know how to fucking move on from conflicts like that they've been trained they've been conditioned literally the entire fucking history of the the war on terror is about moving the fuck on you are writing this article as a consequence of moving the fuck on you're moving on right now with this article also what would happen if you uh i don't know focused your efforts more on what's going on in Ukraine like what like if you if you were watching what's going on in Ukraine more harder are you what are you gonna do what what are Americans gonna do what does the average American do in this situation if they're like oh man I you know I really I I need to watch uh you know Ukraine's getting butchered Ukraine's getting butchered at the hands of Russians every fucking day what are you gonna tweet Russians into submission are you gonna vote you're gonna vote harder dude we have nothing we have no power at this point, it's like we have uh, a semblance of democracy that's not real. And on the other side, you have in this proxy war, on the other side, you have a, a singular, I would even, I, I can't even say it's an oligarchy anymore. It's just like a super centralized uh, authoritarian leader doing whatever the fuck he wants to do. What's up? How are we going to, how are we going to deal with this? And in the middle, you got Ukrainians who are just fucking getting blasted for no fucking reason. They're just in the way.
But trends are transient by definition. American attention goes from transient to transient to transient. A lifetime of ephemera. Uh, we used to have thought leaders, and now we have influencers. Is a cognitive challenge. Oh, God. We used to have thought leaders, and now we have influencers. Yeah, totally, because, you know, our thought leaders were so smart back in the day. It's a cognitive challenge, but can we find ways to keep our attention on things that require our attention? Do we have any mental discipline at all? What is this? What, what is the mental discipline? I, I need to understand, like, what Maureen Dowd is saying here. I think there's this very weird uh, attitude that Americans have where they're like, they literally think their posts are like winning the war. You know what I mean? I think that's, that's where this is coming from. It's like, we need to post harder. Like, we need to keep focusing on, on the war, which, you know, we do every day. And I knew that this was going to happen. I told you this from the jump. When it first popped off, I was like, listen, I covered the news no matter what. I covered the news when on the off days. I covered the news on, on high notes. I covered the news when it's, you know, usually the low notes. But most people... And you also watch the news. You come in here to wow. learn about what's going on in the fucking world. But most people don't give a shit. It's just the reality. And I was right. People have already moved on. People have moved on to different things that are going on. <sighs> Consider climate change. We can stick with our concern when California and Colorado are burning to a crisp. But then the fires burn out and we move on to the next thing, the next trend. Crises are not trends. Look at the energy independence. Inter uh, independence. We dwell on it when Saudi Crown Prince sends a team to dismember Jamal Khashoggi or when Vladimir Putin shows what a monster he is in Ukraine. But when the fickleness of our attention span kicks in, high gas prices, make peace with the monsters. Biden needs to make up with Saudi Arabia or China will gain. Read the headline on Karen Elliott's house's piece in the Wall Street Journal. That's at least more honest. Like this right here is more honest honest they're they're not even they don't even give a shit about peace from the point of view of like ending the senseless bloodshed occurring and and uh trying to stop uh, russia from murdering more ukrainians right they they've basically like wall street journal at least is a little bit more honest about it where they're just like yeah we need to stop this nonsense because china is gaining momentum and saudi arabia is gaining momentum it's like first and foremost energy independence the fuck do you think chevron exxon shell what do you think they do you think our fucking oil giants, our gas and oil giants aren't, one, simultaneously collaborating with the OPEC plus nations, obviously, two, gouging the American people on the fucking home front, and three, more importantly than that, in an endless effort to extract more oil from the fucking ground internationally, engaging in the exact same bloody conflict that Russia engages in, you just don't cover it in the fucking New York Times. When an American oil and gas provider gives money to rebels in Nigeria... To, to create uh, volatility and instability in an effort to force the, the Nigerian leadership's hand uh, and bring them to the bargaining table. That, that's, just, that's still senseless bloodshed. That's still senseless bloodshed. That's not, you know, our, our oil is not independent and good. Our oil is still bloody. It's bloody as fuck. It's so stupid. This idea that like, oh, our oil is clean from the, from the blood. Yeah, no, the Iraq war didn't happen, by the way. It just never happened. Not a thing. Our oil is ethically sourced, dude. Sure, certainly. To add to the distraction, Putin creates his own alternative reality in Russia, as Donald Trump does here, with those susceptible to his lies. The Russians denied skirting the train station in eastern Ukraine. They claim the Ukrainians are blowing themselves up. Yeah, literally a tactic directly taken out of, by the way, the American textbook of waging war. American textbook of waging endless imperialist bloodthirsty war. That is, Russia is literally fucking carbon copying what we do, motherfucker. You will never hear that from Maureen Dowd, of course. Oof. I called uh, Geron Linier, known as the father of virtual reality, to ask him about this. What? It takes a lot of energy to process uh, a big lie compared to a little lie. And so the big lie actually has a better chance of sailing through. He said this from his home in Berkeley, California. He shared his philosophy that throughout history, when politics, culture, and technology get too fancy and theoretical, they tend to lose staying power and brutality breaks through. 
The Bolsheviks had this tremendously sophisticated fancy rhetoric and all these complicated ideas, Lenier said. They were building their own socioeconomics. Then basically what happened is Stalin came in and said, no, it's really just about violence and domination and screw all that. Yeah. No, totally. Uh, uh, centralization or, or collectivization, industrialization in, uh, in an otherwise agrarian society and the necessity for said industrialization and the speed in which it needed to happen uh, as a consequence of World War II was, was certainly not uh, a factor into consideration. Uh, it's just a, it's a tad bit reductive, but hey, you know, whatever. Fuck it. YOLO. I mean, Stalin was a brutal fucking dude. Okay. Straight up. It, it wasn't just like, I just, I, hello, I'm Stalin. I love being brutal and violent. It's fucking sick. It's poggers. Liberals mentioning, liberals like examining history is always wonderful. Unless this dude is just straight up saying like, we must embrace dialectical materialism. And, and Stalin actually was a revisionist in a different way. And his uh, applications of Marxist-Leninist principles were wrong. And he's just spitting. He's just saying, you know, embrace Maoist thought. My man is to the left of Stalin. <laughs> That's what he's saying. He's like, it, this is unacceptable. He's a, he's a Trotskyite in the New York Times. Not even, a, yeah, he's not a Maoist. He's a Trotskyite. Okay, yeah, he said permanent revolution, international communism. This needs to continue. This, <laughs> when he, we must wage war. America, he's an American trot. I think the current wave of populism has a character. So this very crude thing comes in. There's more and more sophisticated talk about how we're going to do blockchain, non-fungible tokens. Bro, the average American doesn't give a fuck about this shit, dude. What the fuck are you talking about? What is this? Like, this is so self-centered around, like, the media bubble and, like, fucking DC weirdos and, like, all the people that spend all their time on fucking Reddit and Twitter. What the fuck? Yeah, dude, people in the Appalachians are always like, yeah, man, I know, like, I don't know if I'll ever get another paycheck and my entire family died because of fucking, you know, opiates that uh, doctors prescribe. But actually, I, I, I am really confused by this, this non-fungible token and cryptocurrency stuff. That's what's happening. Basically, the Russians came in and said, screw all your ideas. We're just going to brutally take this stuff over and use it for power. Putin psychological operatives looked at that stuff we do on social media and said, we'll just step in and use that to weaken you. We don't care about these ideas. I think ideals are great, but idealists who get too involved with their own sense of getting more sophisticated to perfect their schemes, I think it reverts to brutality. We live in a world of easy deceit and endless distractions. Solidarity with Ukraine is trending now, but will it last? Real solidarity is not a trend. It's a commitment. Can the Ukrainians count on us, or are we going to let them down as our attention wanders? Yo, this is so fucking stupid. Because our attention has nothing to do with Ukraine. It never had anything to do, with, do with Ukraine. This idea that, like... Us paying attention to what's going on in Ukraine would somehow uh, dictate American foreign policy is laughable. It is so fucking stupid. I, I don't know what else to say about it. And I say this as someone who does pay attention to Ukraine pretty much 24 fucking seven. I cover this all the time. We in this community have raised money. We are routinely covering every single thing that happens every single fucking day. And I say this as uh, with all of my heart, okay, with, with all honesty... Americans, whether they actually gave a shit and covered it all fucking day or not, have no way to dictate what happens in Ukraine. This is a call to, uh, in the most like clickbaity way possible, uh, I guess, make Maureen Dowd get more coverage in the media. Purely written so that uh, with this dumbass title and, and, and uh, dumbass fucking photo, specifically so people talk about how stupid it is. And I'm doing it right now. I'm literally fucking giving into that. And not only that, but also, this is actually taking attention away from Ukraine. If, that, if our attention on Ukraine was in any way, shape, or form remotely 
remotely meaningful with what happens in Ukraine. And it wasn't just completely like multiple layers of power removed from the average citizen's interest, wishes, knowledge. Okay. If that was, if we somehow had a, a, a way to dictate what happens, uh, that American foreign policy, we somehow actually had like some form of direct democracy and we could dictate what America does in Ukraine, then this article would be taking our attention away from it as well. Can you simply state that foreign policy decisions aren't made based on popular sentiment? I mean, yes, there, there is no greater example of that than the Iraq war. There is no greater example of that than anything that America has done. You think if, if popular sentiment actually dictated American policy, we'd be living in a fucking NHS style, uh, you know, socialist uh, healthcare. If Americans had all of the information and, and were able to make uh, clear decisions on what they want and the government actually responded to those wishes without uh, muddying the field there would be no fucking wedge issues you know what i mean we would have healthcare we'd have fucking trains 